Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Hello, my name is Kyle. And my name is Ryan. And when our powers combine, we form Experience Experience Grind Grind Podcast. The only podcast that has guests on routinely to bring you up-to-the-minute movie reviews. Yeah, we're the only one that does that. Yeah, I don't think other podcasts have uh, really learned about this guest kind of thing. You'd think they would know. But we do have a guest. Mm-hmm. What is your name, guest? I believe my name is Brooks Arnold. Or also, we call you Mr. Brooks. And we Mr. Keep, Brooks. We keep promising to do this Kevin Costner movie that we have not done yet. I feel like we is being used very liberally. Right I do now. call you Mr. Brooks. <laughs> I. That is perfectly fine. <laughs> Hi, Brooks. It's good to have you back. You've been a frequent guest. I think you're the most frequent guest of the show. Uh, If I'm not, I think this one might actually put me ahead now. I think you are, though. I think you you well surpassed Nathan a while ago. Mm-hmm. Well, Nathan I think, hasn't lived here for a while. I think... Uh, no, uh, yeah. I, I think I am, actually, now. Yeah. Cause, I think yeah Nathan was my closest one, and then... Um, I think Laura's after Nathan. Laura's after Nathan. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in there, uh, Rooter. Rooter's only been on two. I think Sound Engineer Andrew even surpasses Rooter. Hmm. This is true. Yeah. But you are our most esteemed and favoritest guest. Yeah, fuck all the other guests. Um, Some of them are pretty enough. No nope. sure. comment. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ryan has one of our guests. Anyway. One would hope. Yeah, uh, I hope so. You know, this, there was oh, not, guys, the whole wedding what thing. What Casey and I do... <laughs> It's confidential, and the whole, it's not something the whole wedding you talk thing about. wasn't wasn't tell. tribal. So yeah. I mean, we we didn't have a witness there to know if the marriage was consummated. Uh, hello, boys. So our listeners who are idiots, what are we talking about today? I mean, who are you addressing this question to? Either I said boys. I know. I, yeah. so, I mean, we got the the mic etiquette here. Well, you want to three two one it? Uh. A, a quiet, quiet place. place. Damn, that was really loud, you guys. Did you take nothing from this movie? Um, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping actually that they'll get him first. That's a good move. Like, uh, although in it's not going to be me. It's not. I can shut the fuck up and Ryan, not talk to Ryan anybody. Ryan is the quietest. But I'm the stealthiest fat man you've ever seen. You do move like uh, a Bob <laughs> or uh, who is Rufus. Bob from Tekken? And Rufus from Street Fighter. They're the, they're the very large oh. American characters that also move very fast and quickly and strike hard. Bob very much so. totally looks American. Rufus with that ponytail and everything, I would not have guessed American. He's American. He's American. He's uh, in the story mode he is Ken Masters' rival. Mm-hmm. Holy because shit. Because Ken Masters is an American and the best fighter in the U.S. at that time. That a, makes sense. A big old fat guy. Sure. Sure. A America. lot of strange characters in that <laughs> yeah. Street Fighter universe now. Uh, but yeah. we're going to talk about A Quiet oh, yeah. Place. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. I mean, are you going with a quiet theme here? <sighs> no, I shouldn't either. We should review A Quiet Place as if we were living in the world of A Quiet Place. So we'll we just, just sign it. Sign it. But none of yeah. us know sign language. I know this one. And then at some and point, one... somebody will just go... Ah! And then they die. They die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really have a quiet themed question. I was trying to think of one. 
Oh, I've got one. Right. Got I've one. got great. one. Okay. Great. Okay. So. So if Goku let's... were to meet a lightsaber. <laughs> no. <laughs> what noise would it make? Uh, no. So my question would be, at what point in your life, when you were getting lucky with a woman, okay. did you have to be really quiet about it? Mm. Mm. I well, mean, okay, go ahead. You can go if you want. Uh, every time. Oh yeah. I'm not a noisy person. No. No. I, I uh. No I interest once, in making noises. <laughs> I once got picked up from a marching band competition and driven home. Because it was also homecoming night by my mom, my grandmother, my mom's friend, and my sister. And I was getting a hand job in the very back of the van. And I had to be pretty fucking quiet for that one. I do Impressive. remember. Impressive. I do remember that. Sure. We're also making out very hard and we fogged up the windows. It was a very uncomfortable situation, but goddamn it, I was a horny fucking teenager, man. Weren't sure, we sure. all? Yeah. And you're going to make whatever happens, happens. But I got I got a very quiet uh, I got a lot of quiet hand jobs because I got a lot of them on the bus too, man. They just yeah. weren't uh, two feet from my mother. Mm. They were two feet from someone else. But, yeah, yeah, but that's not a big. It's like my buddies or who cares? Yeah. But, God, I rode your bus too. Yeah, a lot. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, half of those trips were uh, Kyle getting hand jobs in the back. More than half. I think every trip uh, past my sophomore year, I got. At least a hand job. Uh, I don't go on buses unless I get my dick tugged. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. I hand jobs are the worst, but they're better than your own hand job. Is this true? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Sure. You disagree? You don't think hand jobs are the worst? Nah, I don't know. I think hand jobs are pretty equivalent with uh, BJ's. Really? Yeah, they're about the same. It depends on the girl giving it. I maybe. Guess. Because, man, if they're Maybe. bad at BJ's, yeah, give me that HJ no, girl. No, well, it's just not the same pressure applied to it. Yeah, I can see that. And that's that would be it. But the problem with the HJ is that they can also over-apply pressure. Yeah, and, and it's really a dry mess. Monkey yeah. pot. No, and yeah. yeah no, one, no one likes the good old sandpaper dick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. What about you? I'm, again, there are two mics here. Who are you addressing this? Well, I see I, your eyes. I was looking I at see you. your eyes. We'll, we'll finish with our, our fantastic guest here. Finish, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess... I mean, we've definitely done it at the in-law's house. Sure. Quietly and discreetly. But I mean, probably at the time where I was like most surprised we didn't get in trouble or caught was like we were at a friend's house and we were spending uh, several nights there and they had just had like... I don't know if I want to say this because this is definitely going to pinpoint the friends that we were at. Uh, they had just had a newborn. Okay. Uh, so I would say she was less than six months old at that point. And we were staying with them for a bit. And Laura got really drunk and was begging for something to happen later that night. And it was just the most awkward game of uh a quiet place, essentially, yeah. like it is. It's like because in like one do one room over is this like six month old baby who 
was just put down and like I don't want to wake them up because as soon as they wake up, then the parents will be like, well, why'd you wake up? I don't know, because somebody was loud and saying, you know. Give me that D, Whatever. dog. Insert. Insert. Quote. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> please, <laughs> listeners, insert. please, listeners, insert your quote. What was Ryan's wife, Laura, telling him to do to her? Two feet uh, removed from a six-month-old baby. A horrible fucking Tweet game. it <laughs> to Experience Grind Podcast yeah. as hashtag What Did Laura Say? Yeah. Or put it on Facebook. Either way. Either works. way. Because <laughs> I want to see these answers. That is that is pretty good. I, um, <laughs> I really don't. I also did, for a while, I dated a girl that was just a very vocal partner in bed. Sure, yeah. And I lived with my mother. And I remember many times, like, we would be going at it and I would, like, very obviously, I'd pull a pull pillow over. I'd be like, just put it on so her face. I'm like, was, shut up. Was she like uh, Lassie from Porky's? Yeah, like, very similar, man. Just, okay. She could not be very vocal. and all, she... is, there a, is there an imitation we have of, a, of Lassie for the people? Because we, 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 we do this podcast for people who have seen maybe four movies in their life. Sure. Sean with a <laughs> U. <laughs> Uh, I I don't really. I mean, I just remember Lassie being loud, loud, almost like screaming and howling. Yeah, like, she did howl. I mean, that's that's the nickname. It I, was, not uh, this girl that I'm with. Okay. Lassie, <laughs> it's like, uh, did you fuck Excuse a werewolf? Me. I did. I wish. I Is would. This why you like American Werewolf in Paris? I would fuck a werewolf. You fuck, by the way, you fuck a you fuck a but Parisian not a dog. werewolf. That, that's a weird distinction. I would fuck a werewolf. I would not fuck a dog. Wait, what do you wait. think that is? All right. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what part of the werewolf are you fucking? Are you par- are you fucking the actual beast werewolf? Or yeah. Are you- what? I would fuck a werewolf. No. Why? No. That's like. All right. That is venturing into furry territory. You think so? Then. It, yeah. It might be because it's not like it's not a dog, but it's this half person is in it, between thing. Is it furry or bestiality? That's it's we it's like both. That's mm. towing a line. I furry think. because it's a made up furry construct of the human imagination. How do you know? There are no such thing as a werewolf, man. I've seen documentaries, Doc. I saw fourth dimensional Bigfoot documentaries. It doesn't mean they're real. It doesn't mean but I buy it. Person... Aliens have soul catching technology. It doesn't mean shit. But, but Wait, like... you have to have a soul first. Well, yeah. well, nah. Do you believe in souls? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so now we've like opened this up to very deep discussion. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Let's take it back. Brooks, what about you? Any, uh, any quiet place? I have five kids. So every day, every day of my life. Yeah, I was gonna say anytime you try to get nookie, it's got to be. It's yeah, because it's like you know, bedrooms are not exactly separated very yeah. well. Have you ever had a Nyquil nookie session where you're like, kids, come get your Benadryl and? <laughs> no. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I we've not had this a thing. I, uh, I just made it up, but yeah. Bruce, no, uh, Bruce is a pretty good parent. I don't imagine. Yeah. Doing no. This. Uh, most of my kids are. In bed by like nine o'clock. Most of them are like asleep. My oldest one, whenever we had a house, currently homeless, but uh, he is homeless, by the way, everybody yeah. sold the house. I didn't get kicked out or anything, so don't you be CPSing my ass. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so yes. Um. So we've had. You know, he slept down the hallway, so that wasn't a big deal. The one that but, would maybe recognize it. Yeah, it's the furthest. I mean, He's the furthest away, and that's yeah. That's it just, was that's just common sense, dog. If I was going to pick my father, 
I would want Hartman because Hartman wouldn't give a shit and he'd let me do whatever. But then second place would probably be Brooks. I think Brooks would be a pretty goddamn good dad. I would not pick sound engineer A. Oh no, you would be not my fucking dad. He would be a terrible dad. Yeah. I don't that's like he wouldn't care, which is what I I'd be really damaged and emotionally stunted at this point in my life. I think you'd be fucked up. But I'd probably have done a lot of cool drugs <laughs> by like fourteen. Do you know who else did a lot of cool drugs? Steve O. And look yeah. at him now. Yeah. He's sober and he's saving the whales. Yeah, man. Is he saving the whales? Yeah. Is this a real thing? Yeah, yes. man. Well, I mean, he did have that Wild Boys whole stint with uh, Chris Pontius. Steve is they... actually doing really well in life right now. I'm sorry. I shouldn't went with Bam Margera. There God you go. That's it. a fucking train whack. That, that's a train whack? Train whack. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty deep into the booze already, folks. If you can't tell, this is how the show goes regularly. So, yeah. tangent, uh, action point. Have you guys seen the trailer for yeah, Action Point? It was on. It was before this movie. Okay, it, yeah, it was, which, which I thought was fucking weird. I did too, but uh, I, I think Action Point looks fun. Gotta refresh my memory. It's the Johnny that. Knoxville Jackass movie. Oh that yes, actually has I a did plot, actually see that like. one. It's like well, it's, it's based like, on a real thing. <clears throat> Action Point. It? Action Point was a real theme park in the seventies that did these things where, like, you know, this was the seventies, so there weren't really regulations. So they're like. I think like people have died at Action Park. There have been a shit ton of injuries over the years. They've tried to reopen it like three or four times. That makes me love this yeah. movie even more. Yeah. It is a Actually. real fucking thing. Like that really happened. People got fucking hurt. I yeah. love that they're making a biopic then. Yeah. And putting the jackass guys in there to do like the real stunts to get yeah. hurt. Honestly, and stuff. who would you who else would you put in there? Yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It does. Yeah. I was like I was like, well, that's Johnny Knoxville dressed up as Grandpa there. And I was like, I thought it was bad Grandpa that, too that, at first. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is that Pontius? It is Pontius. Uh-huh. I was like, wait a minute. Pontius I would have been king in the 70s. Yeah. And then yeah. just a bunch of freaking randos mm. in it. But, but mm. real life stunts too. Yeah, which real I life love. stunts. And it's like, oh, here's your chance to pretty much be a jackass I'm very and in a story. It. Yeah. Because I don't want a jackass for. I still I think, do. I would. I, I would take a Jackass four. I think maybe still maybe later, but right now still without Ryan Dunn. I mean, I don't want it. Ryan Dunn was my favorite. Ah, uh, that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, and not for uh, not for reasons I think you you think I I mean uh, I liked Ryan Dunn too. He was a dry wit. Yes. And, and was always like that funny little added little line dialogue after like all the shit has happened yeah but he was never like my go-to favorite but like but, i always recognize like that dude is smarter than most of the other people and also crew. ryan dunn was great because he did it all like even when steve-o refused the car up the ass trick who did it mm. ryan fucking dunn because ryan dunn doesn't care he just wanted to have fun it's and true. be a retard and yeah. god damn it he was great at it and it killed him and quite possibly bam majera's career yeah, I mean, it, it really affected Bam. That yeah, was like he was, his, he's the one that was the worst off out of him. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I think that's why Bam has been in this downward spiral for such a long time, because he lost Ryan. He lost Ryan, and he lost fame, too. I think I it was a I lot honestly, of it. I honestly don't think that the fame had anything to do with it. No, I think a lot of it was Ryan, man. That fucked with him on a huge level. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I've got, because he did the Viva La Bam shit, and then the Bam and whoever get married. On Holy Union. I, yeah, that shit. And I don't know, I felt like more than any of the other Jackass people, he was really, really, like, digging on this fame train. Like, really yeah. trying to get these shows going, and he wanted to stay relevant, and Brian Dunn hit, and then it became... It was that. It was definitely that. But I, I, I do think it was part of like, I think he just felt like he wasn't relevant anymore. That the fame cycle continued. It forgot about him and so moved on. And he didn't know how to deal with it. Bam Majera to Pauly Shore. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're both kind of one-hit wonders. Or not one-hit wonders, but they, they were known for one very specific thing and they weren't able to evolve or adapt. And so the business moved on without them. Holly Shore is much less talented. <laughs> he's made movies, like legit movies. But, but he's also come back. Things go. Holly Shore has waves. Yeah, is he he's back? Do, he's doing stand-up comedy now. He's I doing do stand-up. He's done a couple movies. He did oh, one yeah. movie what called Holly Shore is Dead. That movie really he good. did was like in 2003, though. Yeah. Like, what has he done in the last? 15 years. He was on Workaholics as Polly Shore, but it was pretty so, funny. Uh, Andy Dick pops up on like shows. Like he was on Broad City or one of those types of shows. Andy Dick was on Broad City? It was, I don't know what it is. It was some, uh, alright, I'm gonna finger quote this. I gotta say finger quotes because you know, I can see it. It's one of those millennial shows like sure. Broad City or Workaholics or one of them. I can't remember. But somebody gets on like the wrong train and has like an unexpected trip with uh, Andy Dick on it. This might be Broad City, but I it don't might know. be Broad City. I'm not sure. I don't remember either way. But it also reeked of that same kind of desperation. It's like I'm trying. It also ah. sounds like a nightmare to me. But yeah. I have a very low opinion of Andy Dick. Andy Dick yeah, was like the reckoning for that character. It's like life's a party, and then they get on the train with Andy Dick. It's like that's my future if I keep partying. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty like, good. Eh. Yeah. If you had to hang out with one, who would you rather hang out with? Andy Dick or Polly Shore? Yeah. Polly Shore. You think? I think Polly Shore. Oh, God. What I, about you, Brooks? I hate I, his movies, but Andy I'd Dick hang is out a with Polly Shore. person. I think Polly Shore as well. Polly Shore, hands down. Andy, like, I just don't. Dick's a turd. Yeah, I don't have a very high opinion of Andy Dick. Not no. only that, like, Polly Shore is still, like, because of his mom's uh, tie into the comedy store in California, like, Holly Shore knows a lot of comedians. Like you and on top of that, I've I've watched him slash listened to him on the Joe Rogan Experience not too long ago. Like it mm-hmm. was a rerun thing, I think, because uh, I kind of catch clips of it on YouTube or whatnot. And it, it he seems like a nice enough dude. Yeah, Polly Shore is pretty relaxed. Hang out, chill. you know. Ari yeah. Shafir doesn't like him, but mm-hmm. Ari Shafir. Ah, uh, but Ari's had different exposures to Polly. I don't know specifically, but yeah. Well, I mean, so, Ari, Ari Shafir, I don't, I don't think he likes a lot of people <laughs> in Hollywood or in stand-up comedian or stand-up comedy. Some. Okay, I'm gonna kind of referee this back into place. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so, I love it. So let's uh, get back to. Let's see. We talked about the trailers we saw before the movie. A one bit. of them. One yeah. of them. Uh, let's do one more. One more trailer. One more trailer that All you right. guys thought was really good. I hope we had the same trailer. Start off with Ryan. What did you see that piqued your interest? Shit, nothing outside of Action Point. I remember the trailers being really bad and not either not horror based at all. Like they were weird romantic comedies and shit like that. 
or they were completely forgettable or trailers I've seen a million times by this point. Uh, Action Point was the really, really the only thing that stood out to me before A Quiet Place. Okay. Uh, I remember Hereditary. Oh, that's one. That's yeah. one of the ones I've seen several times before. I, so felt, I only saw me. it before uh, the fucking Annihilation. Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I think this movie looks really good. I'm very excited about it. Hereditary, uh, that trailer played in front of my theater, and um, you were saying, oh, quiet place. Like, you should go see it in a the theater because, like, it's surprising how reverent these people were to the movie and, like, shut the fuck up. Uh, complete opposite experience for me. Um,. loud fucking laughing and a mockery of the hereditary trailer like the entire way through it just like what the fuck is this oh i'm scared she has scissors and she's cutting a doll like i this shit was happening the entire fucking trailer what day did you go see this friday night okay because this was the only night that worked for laura and i was like friday night's gonna be horrible because you're gonna have the college students coming out and those college students are only trying to fuck after this movie. They don't yeah. care about this movie. So I watched it on Saturday night. Oh, shit. Okay. Was so, it the same kind of environment? It was not. What? I had you know, people like kind of creeped out by the little girl in that, in that trailer. Because um, I'm fairly certain we went to the same theater. 12, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> um, they were sufficiently creeped out. They laughed at a lot of the comedy uh trailers okay i remember like them laughing point. yeah um the one that i was kind of interested in was tag was a good i've one. got thoughts on that one yeah we'll, so. we'll talk about that more but you so your theater was not a bunch of jackasses no it like was ours. actually it was actually really good I, like i felt like Mine when the actual good. movie when the actual movie started i was drinking an icy and it slurped a little bit and i like put that shit down because i was like Everybody's so freaking quiet. Yeah, I went with a buddy of mine that was eating popcorn, and like it was like two minutes in, and he was the only one still eating, and he kind of went and just put his popcorn down. Seriously, like Like, no one got up in my movie at all. Everybody was so fucking quiet this entire time. Thinking about it, they did not get up during mine too, but like the talking and like the laughs and chuckles continued for like fifteen minutes, and then like I heard a lot of people shushing. Good. Yeah. And that kind of started. And I was I'm like, going to applaud those, Laura, those people yeah. in your theater that mm-hmm. did the shushing. Yeah, I was like, Laura, like, before we even got into the theater, I was like, if if this happens, like, I'm going to back the shushers. I'm sorry, like, I'm just going to get up and fucking defend Because I've, I've run out hecklers in a theater before. Good. Uh, yeah. I, granted, it was during it was during Avatar. But I'm like, I paid my money to watch this movie. It's true. Even if it's a shitty it's movie, like, yeah. you paid money to see it. If you it. don't like it, Get the fuck out! Yep. You leave. Don't yeah, exactly. Me, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I made it very obvious my feelings on people in movie theaters. And we I didn't pay them. money to hear your two cent fucking jokes. Like you're not funny. You're not original. Uh, as soon as what the the I don't remember the parent company that did a Quiet Place, but like the the studio logo started going, and they're like, it's I Paramount, hear people going it? like, oh, scary! I'm so scared. It's like shut the. F- fuck up like you're not cool and you're not like proving anything because like every like my showing was good brooks's was good like a majority of the people that i read on the internet was like it's It's amazing how quiet people were for this movie yeah like i didn't hear anything like no one digging opening up candy nope no popcorn 
for real, like once the movie was like going like two, three minutes in, like people put popcorn down and just watched. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking I, awesome. I wish I was. I'm in that so theater. sorry, man, because I think I that really is going to affect you. Yeah. It may or may not. Who knows? But so, um, I'm not, I'm kind of hijacking this thing a little. No, bit. No, no. I want to. Okay. I I, so, I do want to talk about tag. Yeah. You said that's the the best one that you responded that was, to. Or well, that's that was the one that got so you. So that attention? was the one that was right now. I've been kind of like leaning a little bit more towards because my wife likes to watch go to the movies with me every once in a while sure she does not do horror movies at all i get it so i was like "Ah, you know need something to something further down the line that my wife and i can watch together and you know tag seems like a very interesting comedy movie yeah and sounds like something that um the kind of people that i hang out with would have done in real life well and that that's the thing uh-huh. I was telling you. That actually is a real life thing. I remember yeah. seeing it's based these on dudes. A true story. Yeah, these yeah. dudes were on Reddit. They've been like, "Hey, we've been playing this game of tag for like thirty years," mm-hmm. and they don't do it as frequently as these guys do. They, it's like in effect for like one week or one month out of the year, mm-hmm. so that they're not constantly doing it. But like, yeah, I think that's a pretty cool idea. It's pretty. It is, Fun. and the trailer even hints at it with, like, the line, like, uh, this isn't about, um... Based off of a true story. What? There's, there's like, some no, kind of cheesy Spielberg line. Yeah. It is, it is. Yeah. But, like, they say something like, it's not about keeping us apart, it's how we stay together. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I get that. Like, that, that actually spoke to me more than a lot of the rest of the trailer, was, like, that line, because, no, like, and I that's, do get it. Like, yeah. you move away from these have... high school and college friends, and you need... Some kind of stupid tradition. Otherwise, you don't so, see them anymore. Totally. I mean, I've got, you know, my, you know, stupid tradition is that I've married my friend's sister. But, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. But, you know, like, guys like Kyle, I, I've not normally hang out with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, quite frankly, this podcast yeah. helps brings that us out. Together it a brings lot. us yeah. together a lot. It's really great. And it's, and, you know, getting that vibe you know that friendship back up again and it's you know introduces me to new people like ryan uh and you know the few we were, of the guys that listen we got introduced before that we we well, you came yeah. to the uh oh what was it it, it was, was like that our wedding party that was yes. like the reception yeah for the, indiana we, people. The, Indi- the indiana reception <laughs> i came dressed up in my wrestling gear yeah you did <laughs> Because and then you I, popped up in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Like we yes. were at the same theater, and you're like, "I know that guy, hey Brooks." <laughs> I was like, "You and uh, and Laura, I think, was there too." Wasn't yeah, she? She, yeah. So yeah. part of the vow, she has to go see every superhero movie with me. Well, there well, you that go. Was part if, of the if I go to the theater, she has to go. Yeah. If I choose not to, she she's off the hook. So. But <laughs> it was a uh, I don't know. I think Tag looked enjoyable. Yeah. It's not going to be... But uh, Ed Helms. No. Fourth. Ed, but Ed Helms. Ed Helms. And also, I like Ed Helms. But you can't, you I fucking can't drop that hate up. him. I know you do. But also, like, Jeremy Renner is, like, the one that's never been tagged. Jeremy Renner also doesn't do it for me in this trailer at all. I mm. think him and Ed Helms, you take them out. But, like, I am very excited. Hey, it's a big fucking... It's probably going to be marketed to a lot of people. It gets Hannibal Burris out there. Yeah. I love Hannibal Burris. And dude from... And it gets Jake Johnson out there. Is that dude from New Girl? Yes. Okay. And I yeah. fucking love him. He's pretty good. He's, he is, yeah. he's, he's comedic, a perfect everyman. So good. There's another one. There's a fifth. Who's the fifth? I don't know. There's there's one more person. It's John Hamm. Oh, it yes, is John Hamm. John Hamm's yeah. the other one. And I'm very excited about that because he can do drama or comedy like at the at the 
switch of a dime. Tom like, Ham, he's, he's a dreamboat. He's adept. He's a dreamboat. Fuck yeah. Kind of like the lead actor in A Quiet Place. Dreamboat, huh? Dreamboat. Could be. It could be. <laughs> it could be. I, no, he's not my cup of tea, but he might be someone else's. John but he does do... Uh, wears a beard do, very well. He does wear a beard very well. Um, I got Captain does, America and Infinity War vibes off of You know, John he, he auditioned for the role of Captain America. Yeah. Did you know this? I didn't know this. And I he actually turned it down. He's like, I'm not this. I hated... <laughs> When it when it came out originally, I hated that John Krasinski casting, and I hated the Chris Evans casting, and I was proven wrong. Chris Evans is the absolute perfect, yeah, perfect Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. I, I would not agree. have guessed that because before he was the Human Torch and just a bunch of and he's also Canadian, narky Ryan Reynolds type esque people. Yeah, he's Canadian, which I don't agree with. Same, which I don't agree. Same with for Canada. Ryan Reynolds, I think, and he's Canadian. Too. He is Canadian. Yeah, same is, problem with uh, Superman is a fucking Brit. Bullshit! Uh, Superman can be whatever he wants. Bullshit to be because he's, it he's doesn't kind, fucking he, matter. He's kind of a fucking alien. He's an alien. So yeah, it doesn't I think matter. Superman you is have an more... issue with the fucking teeth, and let's not be fucking anything more than superficial because this is the reason you don't like it. That's part of Because you don't like his part teeth. Of it. That That's, is the only reason. Superman is more American than Captain America. Go fuck yourself. What? No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's the truth of the American values. He's truth, justice, and the American way. Mm. Superman. Superman is more American than Captain uh, America. Captain America punched Hitler in the face. Why is Superman done? Yeah, that's fucking... Nothing. Except for fight fucking aliens and mac on Amazonians. That's yeah. all he does. He's that's fucking he worthless. The best thing that happened to him was when... Uh, he died. I love this. People stopped caring about <laughs> <When> him. He died. <laughs> the death I love of this. Superman returns. This... Favorite six months in comics. This is the best, <laughs> this is the best fight ever. This is more American. <laughs> Captain America... Or Superman. This is great. This is our new battle. Okay. Well, Forever. You're wrong. Nah, you're <laughs> wrong. so many wrong. fucking reasons. Just because he wears wrong. a fucking flag? He's so. the best? No! Superman. He speaks to what the American ideal is. You don't even know what that is, you communist. What? Okay. Yes, I do. I know. I, I do. just wanted to call you a communist. I mean, I choose right. commie in a land where most of the people think Superman is more American <laughs> than Captain America. Do I need, do I need to step commie? in between you two again? No, because okay. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just revving up the engine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Quiet place. Uh, let's get started on that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> wait, I did have something else I wanted to say about uh, not tag... I think there's another one more trailer. trailer. I can't remember. There's anymore, hereditary though. tag action point, which is weird that there were a lot of comedy trailers in this movie. I think it just kind of because kind of knew the tone of the movie going it's in a little because bit because the quiet place was PG. Because it 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 well it, okay, it was PG thirteen, but PG-13. for a PG thirteen movie, it did kind of go dark kind of. Yeah, man, it went pretty hard R, but yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, I agree. We're going to get into talking about A Quiet Place. Let's do it. How many I Olsen so movies too, have you, you seen? Like three. Oh, my God. At least. Olsen, <laughs> I've seen a lot, Olsen too. Twins, and not Olsen movies. And more because Elizabeth Olsen is in the Avengers. Yes. You have a younger sister, too, as well, right? Did I say Invengers? I might have said Invengers. I don't know. <laughs> I have a younger sister, yes. Only, who that, into only repeat listeners twins. will know for yes. sure. And uh, did you watch a lot of Disney Channel because of her? No. I did I not. To. No, we didn't have the Disney Channel until we were probably too old for Disney Channel, and then that's when like Kim Possible and that kind of shit was playing. Yeah. That's way past my time. And even Stevens, I did 
did get down some even Stevens, but like secret on the on the quiet because I had a real bad crush on Rin, that oh, older right sister. Here. You know yeah. she's been Christy naked Carlson in like three Romano. other movies. That's yeah. fucking it. I know that name by heart too. You know that's, she's, it's, she's been nude in like three or four movies now, right? No, yes. what? No, I did not know this. Yeah, God damn it! No, oh, yeah. I've not horror movies it. too. I, yeah. uh, one was one was a horror movie, and one was a drama, and she gets butt ass naked. It's fucking great. All right, well, I know what I will be doing tonight. I will link it in the Facebook post for this episode. <laughs> you say this in every episode, but I don't, I don't ever see I do. these links. Do you? Okay. He does. I link, the, I link the fucking I don't ever see these links because yes. I, uh, I never check the links. <laughs> I don't do actual show notes because I don't care that much, and I, don't, yeah. I would have to listen back through to the whole episode. And that's not worth but it. But I can remember Christy Carlson Romano's new hey, scene. It's always worth it to listen to the whole episode again. Ooh. Mm, thank you, guy. fan. <laughs> I that do, was not a. This, this is this is not my like a demeaning. This is my I Patreon made. money at work. Damn it! Yeah. I, and and again, we're sorry. <laughs> we, we are, are very sorry. sorry. Speaking I'm of, not, <laughs> hey Brooks, what are you wearing right now? I am totally wearing this really awesome Experience Grind Podcast '80s logo shirt. Yeah. Which, by the way, t-shirt. Brooks goddamn fucking paid for it. And I totally paid for it. I didn't get this free. No. I slapped into the show. 15 bucks into Kyle's hand. Yeah. So, and then he said, oh, hey, you want to be on a podcast today? This is great. So what I'm getting at is that uh, today is April 17th, and it was also tax day, and I had to pay $450 to the IRS. So if you fuckers could buy some t-shirts, it would help me out a lot. <laughs> Give me money! Some of us God. got paid by the IRS, though. I did. This oh is God. actually from 2016, I guess I owed. Oh, well. I had to pay $457. It sucked. You want to know, know how to get I around that, right? pay like $1,800. Uh, you had to pay $1,800? Yeah. Like, because when I, did not, when I did my taxes, I uh, did, did not wrong. do the dependent thing. Because that's, that's where they usually get you is by claiming like a dependent. Yeah, I, I didn't do, do that. But I did not opt to take out, apparently, oh. which IU had like this weird kind of system they did. And I wasn't able to uh, do it correctly. So then they were like, yeah, you didn't pay taxes at all for federal. I was like, oh, shit. It was, well, you did pay for state. Oh, the smaller one. OK, how much do I owe? Oh, it looks like eighteen hundred dollars. Did you pay it off? OK. One lump sum. I did. did boy. Thank Gareth. <laughs> Did they uh, we offer have you lube first? Just in case for these kind of things. No. No. No, they did not. What was the question? I asked if they offered lube first. Oh. Before yeah, they I felt bad me. about my no, 457 and now I don't because you paid 1800 Was yeah. that this year? That was, yeah, like a month ago. God damn, so God. I feel yeah. really good about the yeah. amount that I received. Yeah. I, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, shit, I mean, man. you received something. Yeah. You should. Yeah. I'm not going to say because it's going to make you guys feel like shit. Did you have five kids? I know it was probably like eight grand. Uh, reasonably close to that. I'm sure. Yeah. You have five fucking kids, man. Yeah. How many kids yeah. you got, Ryan? Uh, uh, hold on. Let me do a head count. Uh, zero. Counting tube socks, I have like. Fourteen thousand. Oh yeah, I mean, if, we're, if that's the case, I'm delivery man Vince Vaughn over here. Oh man, what a terrible movie, or a fantastic <laughs> movie, and that's why I referenced it. So, oh it's God. not true. It's, 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 it's okay. middle of the road Good, garbage. So, <laughs> speaking of kids, uh, 
Great segue, I, by the this way. This is this Beautiful. is probably the most unrealistic aspect of the movie is the kids being quiet. So, one of them is deaf. One of them is deaf. I'm going to give her a pass. All right, she gets a pass. And I think the other one part was is not <laughs> the fucking young kid. <laughs> and you saw how that yeah. turned out. Yeah, he was not. And spoiler alert, I mean, fair what you're in spoiler country now. That kid gets fucking ate the hell up. It's yeah. essentially like within the it. first five minutes. It's which, it. It's it's the yeah. opening of it. It's it's establishing the the stakes of the movie real quick within the first five minutes by killing off the youngest kid. Yeah. No no pity given to it. Yeah, him. I mean, which is an odd turn for a PG thirteen horror movie. Yeah. I was yeah, like, whoa! It, it was rated R, right? It was not PG thirteen. It was it was, it was R. R. Okay, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't have had the uh, Richie Tozier character dropping as many f bombs as he did. True, he did say fuck a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I but, go tone uh, to, I go tone deaf to that at some point. Well, yeah, yeah you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one it's just like you know, within five minutes, you kind of understand a little bit, like all right, the keep quiet thing. And you don't actually real. You just catch a glimpse mm-hmm. of the creature, but yeah. not enough to actually see what all is going on you with get, it. You get like Cloverfield glimpses, a little like bit the of the first Cloverfield movie. Like you don't see the creatures until the final third act of the movie. Yeah, really. you get the glimpses. You get the arm. Yeah, like a quick swipe. That's about it. Yeah, but then you know that kid buys it uh, in part. Due to the deaf girl, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of. Kind I of, think it's more due to his own stupidity. It right? is. I it mean, is. I they, mean, they took the fucking batteries out of this I, toy. I will. I will say that as a. And then left it there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, you know, left right it. Right by it. You know, he know he knew, but as a father of a kid around that age. That kid doesn't really know, though. Yeah. He, he doesn't really understand. Every kid, the every kid, every kid thinks they're invincible around yeah. that age. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, it's like one of those things, though. After you become a parent mm-hmm. and watch a movie like this, it's a real gut punch Ooh. at times. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I have a kid around that age, and that 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 one hurt. So it's, it's a good start, man. It so is. Set the scene. What it is is like they're going through the sore. There's a toy that the youngest kid wants. Who looks a, to be around like what? Six three? years old? Around, he's around six. Is he? Yeah. That, th- the youngest boy? I thought yeah. he was yes. like much, much younger because no. he wasn't really talking or doing anything. He was like, doing, I would well, say he was like doing sign language fairly well. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. I'd, th- I'd say he was on like five or six. Five or six. Oh, man, I thought he, he was, was so a kindergartner for sure. Yes. Okay. He okay. Sh- he okay. didn't know as well okay. as he should have. Yes. Okay, I can see five. So he goes to get a rocket ship, and the the scene's very tense. You got to be quiet in this world, mm-hmm. which you can learn later. So he goes to get this rocket ship, and he has the the batteries and the toy. Uh, the father sees it, takes the toy, says, "No, this is dangerous." The youngest the daughter yeah. uh kind of afterwards feels bad and wants to do a nice thing for the the younger brother gives the toy back then the kid takes the batteries real quick from the yeah. counter yep and then puts it in or we we don't see that but we're to assume and then you hear it later yeah as they're walking it's very quiet you hear the the sirens on the or the bells the alarms going off 
on the spaceship, and the kid dies. Yeah. He just dies. Like, he gets killed by the alien menace. There's no teasing it, no stretching it out, making no, there's it no, out. He there's no heroic saving or anything like that. Mm-hmm. There's the attempt and the failure. Yes. And this is in five minutes of this movie <laughs> it is. starting. And, yeah. and I think brilliantly it sets up the rest of the movie because yeah. all of the drama stems from this one moment. Yeah. This is why yeah. you see this moment and then you fast forward to a year from now, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And that moment is like, like you said, it's everything stems from that. Parts of the movie will call back to that moment as mm-hmm. to some of the decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. Some of them kind of stupidly, but then again, you're also dealing with kids. Yeah. yeah. And kids don't make good decisions. They don't. And they don't understand how to deal with guilt or anything like that really yeah, well. Exactly. And- and, you know, it also gives us one of the most precarious situations of the movies, the fact that Emily Blunt's character is pregnant. The time yeah. jump moves ahead. For this entire movie. Yep. And, I, you know, that's also part of it because, you know, they, they miss this kid yeah. and they've either inadvertently or completely on purpose have created another kid. I mm-hmm. think that's like a, a touch to the the brilliance of the script here is because they do that. And, and... Immediately, like, I saw the trailers, and I was like, why the fuck would somebody get pregnant during something like this? Like, you know it's going to be nothing but a nightmare, really hard. By having that loss at the beginning of the film, and that being, like, the pivotal drama for, like, the whole family. Like, it it gives reason to why they would. Because now you're like, oh, I get it, because they lost a kid, and they're trying to, not necessarily maybe, like, on purpose, but, like, they are essentially replacing it. They're trying to get that feeling back to kind of deal with the grief. Yeah, exactly. So it it, it gives a reason, because otherwise it would be like, why the fuck is she pregnant in the world? It's the same thing, like, people getting pregnant in zombie movies. It's like, why are you fucking during this? You don't want to give birth to this. Yeah. it yeah. does. It gives it meaning. It makes it like not a plot it hole. Like, and that's one thing this movie does well. There aren't really plot holes. I not think everything's that. very well laid out. It's yeah. it's it's a very well built world throughout. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like they took great pains to give all the minutest details and mm-hmm. explanations for things that you don't even see. And very authentic mm-hmm. too. Yeah, um, because. One of the things that I heard prior to seeing this movie was that um, the little the girl is actually a deaf actress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Chris Pratt or not Chris Pratt, John, John Krasinski. <laughs> I got them mixed up because Chris Pratt actually came out and tweeted to yep. John Krasinski, loving this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is how I got Laura to go see the movie was yeah. the, that Stephen King tweet, and I was yes. like, look, Stephen King loves it. She yeah. was like. Oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> so, but yeah, John Krasinski was picking her brain constantly. And the little boy, too. Uh, apparently, you know, they were asking questions back and the, forth. The one who the, dies? Or no, the, one, the who one, who's, one who lives. Okay. He's like, you know, you know, talking about the noises and stuff like that, little nuances that you don't mm. think of. He's like, you know, even, you know, kind of joking. He's like, even talk about, you know, what happens if you fart really loud? You know, and they was like, yeah, we can kind of see that one. Like, so he tries to take in everything you could possibly think of. I mean, the sand trails. Yeah. Yep. 
through yeah, everything. Through everything. Everywhere That's, that they're going. Yeah, their plates are lettuce leaves, yes. essentially. You don't have the clicking, clacking. The and in my shitty fucking audience, it got a lot of laughs, but like that box for the baby. It's a great touch, man. My wife. That's fucking brilliant. Like, the audience was losing it. Like, oh, that's stupid. But, like, I can't. My wife. That's, like, the only way to do it. My wife does not watch horror movies at all. And I told, and she was curious about this one, but Mm -hmm. she'll never go see it. But (laughs) she was like, I told her about that crib thing with the, and And the the oxygen oxygen mask. mask. And she was like, that's actually really smart. Yeah, I, I mean, thought so. Everything yeah. was so, like explained out. It was. I yes. love in the house where it's an old house, they have paint on the boards that don't creak. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like. Yep. Yeah, one of the things noticed was uh, there was a scene that a jump scare happened with raccoons messing yeah. around in the house, and they were making like a ton of noise, and like immediately I was like, why the fuck are these raccoons in this world making noise loudly and not being killed? And then, like, before, like, I could finish that thought, like, one of the creatures swipes at the raccoon and just, like, destroys it real yeah. quick. It leaves yeah. just, like, a blood gets, streak. And, like, gets the oh, loud, if you've noticed. Good on you, movie. Yeah, if you noticed, thank you. It was the louder raccoon, it too. It was. And that's, yeah. uh, it, the, it was, the like, a little touch that I was like, yeah. that's really cool also uh, i really think that's all make a to make a good horror movie set rules make a universe and adhere to those yeah think logically about the rules inherent to your universe and you're gonna have something good also i think testament to my dogs and your dog during the nugget dance (laughs) uh you will notice that there were no dogs at all in this universe there would not be none yeah not only dogs are fucking loud they're unreliable and as weird as it is, like, I don't know if you guys are like me, but, like, you have nightmares sometimes of an apocalyptic scenario. And I'm always like, man, if that shit goes down, like, I have to kill my dogs. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I not I only... I mean, I'm going to be right there with them dying because I don't want to live whatever it's in the world. It's not going to be fun. I think if you... Like, you have but... to... Number one, they're fucking loud. Yep. And yep. number two, like, they're a source of fucking meat and protein like i'm sorry i love you guys but and another mouth to feed yeah they are it's alive. another thing to take care of yeah. and again they're mm-hmm. gonna give you away and yep. like and it makes so much sense that there's no dogs in this universe because they're fucking loud and they're gonna bark at these things yeah and these things are gonna fucking immediately kill them yep yep yeah the great, fucking wind moves touch. enough and the porch creaks murph is barking dead yeah like that's it that's all it takes yeah. Yeah. he has a car door two blocks yep. away he's fucking barking for 30 minutes yep that's you're, it you're dead dude <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and as shown in the movie, there's these creatures don't exactly you know doors are not a problem. Apparently, silos are not a problem. No, so, a lot of things are not a problem. Yeah. So, no, no, they're they're. I mean, I guess I'll talk about just the creatures then. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I I I think they're set up well in this world. Again, the rules are pretty well defined. Um, and and anything that could be questionable, like um. When the mom has the baby in the flooded basement at the end and she goes under the water to escape the thing chasing her, that would be, like, really dumb if we didn't have, like, the waterfall conversation with John Krasinski and his son earlier. Big and they sound, up, high And they do that. Yeah. So, like, they, they, the way they build this world and these characters all enforce how the monster moves and acts. And, like, it just makes it, one, cut consistent, which is fantastic. Like, yeah. just to have a consistent tone and a consistent idea and theme behind it, it that's great 
But then, like, like I think the design is also like creepy yet believable. Like it's it's and also new. Like at parts, like when it's moving fast, I thought this was just gonna be like a variation, on, like a Cloverfield monster with like big long arms and like tiny legs, or whatever. And design wise, with the legs and, and stuff, it, it was. Is but they do something very interesting with the head. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that head made me love this creature design yeah. idea. Like the way. It has like a bunch of platelets on its face that can like move and gravitate and, and bounce the sound to hear. And it makes sense from another standpoint too. It's like because in you see newspaper clippings mm-hmm. of military and stuff. Military couldn't kill these things. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're freaking armor plated. Yeah. Which you know, as sensitive to sound as they are, you would think that would drive them nuts with all the explosions and stuff. The armor plating insulates it. Dulls it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, And yeah. they, they seek it out, like the gunshots and all of that. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good things I really enjoyed about this movie. Um, the creature design, number one, it's it's fantastic. I love that this movie doesn't hide the creatures in darkness. I hate that about movies. Yeah. I, this gets it out there and lets you get exposed to it. And it, it adds another element of creepiness to it because... You're familiar with it, but yeah. it's still unfamiliar in the way that it works. And like, I I had a very familiar vibe with this movie with how they treated the creatures as I did with Signs, which yeah. also does yeah. not hide the aliens and like the darkness. Like there are some scenes, but then there are scenes with the full brightness on it, and it doesn't take away from the creepiness. No. That's great. Like that scene where it's in the basement, yeah, either in the house or in the barn when the barn is flooded is fucking mm. terrifying. When she hurts her foot on the nail. And then, yeah. like, she screams, and then as she's going to leave, she sees it walk by the front door. It's like, that's fucking great use of it. It's not yeah. as good as signs when you see it at the birthday party. That's still one of the scariest things I've ever oh seen my in my God, entire yeah. life. <laughs> but it does a fucking fantastic job mm-hmm. of setting up this creature and the terrifyingness of it and encountering it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way this, again, this movie is all about the setup. And it's showing you things and giving you this information. So, like, on this whiteboard, John Krasinski's written out three monsters. Like, we know that there's three in this area that mm-hmm. are fucking hunting and working on these people. And three's all we see. Three's yeah. all yeah. we encounter. Yeah. It, that's uh, that's an interesting point. Um, because I'm with you, and then I'm also... Some of it I don't like because I think it goes too far. Yes, like I know on exactly that same whiteboard, it says like weaknesses with a giant mark? question mark. Yeah, I'm like, I know. that's really on the nose. I know. The same way like some of those newspapers re- but that again, you see like the headlines like it's the sound. And I'm like, come on. But again, think that's about a on the, the people nose. that aren't the three of us. Think of your average idiot that goes to the movie. Sure. That's well, the idiots a... in my theater were talking through it, and they yeah, didn't notice of that course. it sound, so it's not for them either. <laughs> but people are going to pick up on this that, like, you know, things that we get the first time we see it. Yeah. There's a reason that whiteboard is in the background yeah. all the time, and it's to be like, oh, hey, I bet there's something there. This is a movie that is trying to play to the mainstream much more than something like The Witch or It Follows or like these other indie horrors that have garnered kind of the same praise recently. This is more of the It variety. Like this is a mainstream blockbuster horror. And that's not to be disparaging. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it is... It is sometimes there are these things that you're just like, okay, well, I'll turn my brain off and move past this. That's okay. 
I I want to talk more about the good, but I do have a big negative, which well, I'll save. Let's get into the so negative. If, Don't save it because okay. I like to end on good, especially for okay. a movie okay. that I really enjoy. And this sure. is one that I fucking loved. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I'm so, not going to hold back. I loved uh, it too. Massive kudos to you, yeah. John Krasinski, writer and For director. his first feature-length yeah. film. This is... You fucking that was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, this Effort. is this is a grand slam for him. Yeah. Writing, directing, and acting in it, and he did all three parts well. I think he probably gave himself short shrift in the acting department. I think I, he gives most of the good scenes to Emily Blunt and the kids, which is fine. Because I mean, fine. God damn it, dog! You got Emily Blunt. Yeah, You're exactly. married to her, and that's and fine. You that bitch. Yeah, yeah, you that's use fine. her the way she needs to be. She needs to be on the screen. Because I mean, you're, yeah, you're John Krasinski. But you're married to Emily True. Blunt. And, that, and Emily that's Blunt the one thing I fucking think. blows you out of the water. He, I, he I like you. He killed it in the script and yeah. the directing. He was fine as an actor here. Yeah, he did. Could have been done by anybody. And again, he did very well for the limited part yeah. that he wrote for himself. Yeah. Emily I, Blunt carries I, her part. that waterfall scene and then like kind of his, his exit from it's the great. film, I yes. think, are yeah. fantastic and very moving. It only worked because of his vulnerability as like that everyman character where you do feel for him and you... You sympathize with him and you get into that character. But the big gripe about this movie is the ending. Not necessarily how it ends, but the the logic in the film kind of breaks at this point, I think. That they were able to find a frequency that hurt these monsters enough to do something. I feel like if, if the reporters knew enough to say it's the sound that everybody knew it was sound waves and frequencies and like that you're telling me there isn't a scientist somewhere somewhere before this shit went down who didn't figure out the same frequencies could be used to hurt these but or, at the same time things at the same time there may be that one scientist but there's also tens other scientists that said no that's not going to work that's not going to work and his, back him out no, maybe his, but his i feel thought. like in that, in this scenario, that one scientist would live because at the last minute he's gonna try what he wants to do, or she, whoever. Sure. And he's and then he would fucking win and see like that stopped it and it would get out. So let me let me let me poke a hole in this because I, I do agree with you. This has been like a, years after this has yes. started, and, and we just now figured out how to fight. Four hundred and issue. like something days. Yeah, yeah. it's like a so, year and some, like a well, year. Well, this and is half. a year after a year and change after we start the story. Yeah. but these things uh, have been no. around potentially the, longer. The story right? starts day eighty nine. Yeah, Eight, does it really? Yeah. Yes. It, oh, okay, so there you go. It is. But again, all right. So let me let me let me just say. <laughs> so I I totally agree with you that yeah. it's, it's weird. But it is explained in the fact that this is an isolated happening in upper New York. And there is no communication outside of the... So they make very good pains to show that he has tried to communicate via radio. Yeah. And he has his board where he's he's marking off no contact. And the only contact that they have is the people around them visually. They light these fires every night to mm-hmm. show that they're alive. I get... so. I'm not saying that there I wasn't a scientist. That, but if this is an isolated incident and it's been for a year, somehow it would have gotten out. You would and think, these yeah. people around in, in, in the this outside of that quarantined area, if you will, would have figured out a way. Like it just that strikes me as implausible that the if 
and and this makes it even more implausible to me that there is a whole world in the YouTube digital age. Like, yeah, sure. Like when we catch up to a quiet place, like that stuff's not going. But like when it starts, like people are going to have cameras. You're going to see this shit like this is going to get out. So even if it is a quarantined area and it gets out that the whole world just goes on, ignores this, doesn't focus on the problem. And then it's only up to John Krasinski magically at like the 15th hour coming up with like a hearing aid that puts out just the right frequency to like that. There's no way that in that universe, everybody around isn't trying to come up with an idea that they're not focusing. I don't know. Resources kind of sounds like today. The problem. I, I, There's not a fucking big I, monster unknown crisis somewhere. I if, still, if, I still disagree. Nah, they man, would focus on this shit because, well, so they also, you know, we do have an actual deaf girl in this family. And John Krasinski's one big thing is that he's trying to make amends and bridge with mm. his deaf daughter. And he spends every make waking moment tweaking these uh, ocular implant devices. or uh, Hearing aids. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's more than that because it's the, it's the one that attaches like that what uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, has. Uh, yeah. Not ocular, but cochlear implant. Cochlear. Yeah. It's yeah, a cochlear it. implant. So he spends all of his time researching yeah. this, and he's, he mentions a couple times he's messing with different amplifications. So again, it's, it's dumb, but it, it's yeah. explained in-universe why he stumbles upon this. Eight, all right, so you're right, and, and this is why I will give it kind of a pass, and I'm like, I'm not going to be too hard on it, is because thematically it fits the story, it fits the characters, it fits telling the theme of the story which is not the monster survival shit that's fine like i think it works well enough on those terms it doesn't have to make complete logical sense but it is like a little niggling detail in the back of my head it's like sure it does it breaks the universe that john krasinski was so careful to set up that the themes he needed for the story uh, the deaf girl and that it all breaks the universe for so me. i don't know um, and I didn't catch this uh, in the movie. I wasn't aware that it was an isolated thing. I wasn't it's aware not, of this. This is it's not isolated I know, per se, but their encounter that we are watching in the movie is, is isolated. Three in the area. It's three in their yeah, area. Three in yeah, three so But I'm imagining I think, these I think, are everywhere. I think it is yeah. everywhere. And, you know, it could have been something that it was just too quick before massive distributions happened. I mean... If, have you? Well, I'm with there you. is a there I'm is a phrase. You, There's a phrase. There were reporters the, who were able to type out the words. It's the sound. It's the sound and make it could have been and yeah, print them out. It hunts on the sound. Yeah, based that, on the sound. Yeah, but not, not saying that, that sound was, also Do you hurts not them. immediately go like if you are the military or you are the defense yeah. person to think like, hey, let's try fucking frequencies exactly um, and do yeah. it loud. Like that would be my first but, line of but, defense. Like, Why did it take a year and a half to get to this point? As someone who does kind of this kind of work uh there's this phrase called the speed of government that I, doesn't change you, that doesn't change in crisis man. situations man there's also like I mean, all right i know you're speaking is... of this from a theoretical uh, place on earth that has happened we have not faced an epidemic like sound creatures wiping out massive populations Dude, super quick for real, not i yet, think in but... that situation those motherfuckers would be like hey let's try sonar or something there is a thing <laughs> that like exists now that's a crowd control device for riots which is yes. just a focused sound wave cannon Yes, I agree. 
this movie operates also on a bit of the old suspension of the disbelief. I think a lot when it comes a li- to that. A little to bit that, of that, sure. Yeah. Only but, that, and that's why it kind of bugs me in this movie. Suspi- uh, this movie specifically because it thing, does. Well, no, yeah. that's the thing is everything else is explained so well and in such minute detail and attention to, like, it's done so carefully. And then the big mcguffin or like the big twist in the movie yeah it's predicated on bullshit that you didn't think about well Again, enough i can i can forgive it because let's also look at science also, and the fact that a fucking alien dominating race invades a fucking planet of 75 hey, percent water and it's got water in the atmosphere i'm with you science yeah. is not a 10 out of 10 movie but, but like that's a it, big nitpick it is. for science and that's, and that's it, a nitpick it's for a the lot of people and if you want to pick at it yeah. sure but i'm going I choose to suspend my disbelief and enjoy the movie as it's presented. I get that it's dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the military. The military would shoot fucking rocket launchers at these things. I don't care how armored you are. If it can take it out a fucking M1 Abrams tank, it can take out one of these fucking things. But for the enjoyment of this movie, yeah, True. I get it. It's It works. And it works on that superficial level, like turn the brain off. And enjoy it for what it is. You know all. You know the easiest way to fucking deal with this. Different planet. Sure. Different planet. Different time. But whatever. It, put it, it in it becomes, a different world. But then it becomes less relatable. Yeah. No, I it agree. doesn't. No, it doesn't. You have the same. No. No, because that means Star Wars. All these. This shit is not relatable because it's in a different planet. Ah. No. As long as you have good characters characters that you can relate to not worlds or themes characters you're fine Uh, and the characters in this movie were good enough to relate to it would have been fine but so my whole thing is with this uh is that you're nitpicking that one part i think it's a big part i'm not i'm not going to disagree however in that instance it's like you nitpick that one part you don't have a movie. <laughs> you know, there's got to be. Yeah, I'm with Kyle. Put it on a different universe. I'm with Kyle on this then. one that, well, if you put it on the, a different universe, then that means, or in a different planet, different yeah. universe, whatever. It looks just like Earth. But then it's, fine. then it's like, oh, well, these little things are just a minor nuisance because it's sound. You know, we just clap our hands a few dozen times and they go away. Now, see, it's just like they know how to deal with it by then. In all honesty, you know how this would really work really well. Like, you have no plot holes at this point. You put it into prehistoric times. Yeah. It is the cavemen dealing with this. But then you couldn't do the hearing aid thing. No. But, I mean, that's really... I just... I I find it very, very hard to fathom in a technologically advanced society that they are just overtaken by these creatures. All right, so here's the thing. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Let's get into the good. Because right. honestly, yeah. honestly, I mean, that's, that's my that's really it's... only. That's my only negative. Yes. Yeah, and I, I can totally. See I can see. It, I, I can see that point of view. That's it. That's but, it. Yeah. And and it's it will not weigh into yeah. my opinion on the movie, but I think it is very noticeable in a movie that takes such great care and details that it just kind of flummoxes the big twist. Yeah. Fair enough. And that's yeah. it. That's it. But going back. Good. To the, going back to the good. <laughs> Um, like like we've said, Emily Emily Blunt takes a lot of a lot of front in this movie. She's up she's up there with it. Um, the kids are actually 
really, really good, good. Mm-hmm. for um, kid actors. Yeah. I generally hate kid actors. These people did not take me out of the movie at all. No. Even the fucking little one. Maybe because he's only in the first five minutes. Which, I thought he was the weakest actor. Which, and then when he went, I was like, okay, we're cool. We're good. Well, I mean, like, it, and, he's and, not from, turn. and from a standpoint of, you know, like dealing with kids like I do, there's only a certain amount of time frame that you can keep them going. And yeah, something like long, like film production. Yeah. Of, like, that's going like, to be hours, insane. Hours. Uh-huh. Even in like kid. film production, they are technically only allowed to work like six hours a day. But six hours it's for a, a five-year-old. That has yeah. no attention span. Doing this one yeah. thing. Yeah. That's nuts. It's So, I mean, even for that little, the little span he was on there, he was, you know... Definitely the weakest I'd, act. I would say he was fine. He was yeah. fine. He, he wasn't didn't t- bad. He didn't, take, he, was fine. he didn't take. He didn't take me out of the movie. Yeah, not no, at he was all. Fine. Not at all. Yeah. And but to, the older brother and the sister, I think, are actually legitimate good child actors. Yeah. And I watched something today uh, from uh, one of the interviews that John Krasinski did. Uh, the boy got vouched for by George fucking Clooney. Oh. oh, that's right. He uh, he was from Suburbicon, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I heard him. I, I saw this interview, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it's like George Clooney says the kid's all right and a professional. Uh-huh. And he's, you know, he's I mean, worked with them all. Word. He's worked with everything at this point. Yeah. I mean, and he was. He was really good. He was really good. And, like, I know that John and, Krasinski personally pushed for an actual deaf actress. And that's yeah. why he got... The daughter. And And everybody, and this can't be said enough at times, everybody fit together really well, I thought. Yes. They felt like an actual family. It felt like a family atmosphere. Every part of it. Yeah. Aesthetically, personality-wise, beat-wise, like the dramatic beats, it didn't feel like after school specially like it sometimes can Mm -hmm. in these types of movies. It, It felt all very natural and earned. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And there's like the kids had, even the kids had like some flaws of character. Yeah, like sure. the the, yeah. the the daughter being so hard headed against the father. Exactly. And like, well, well, unsure of her place in life. Yeah. Because yeah. she blamed herself and she thought the father hated hated her. hated her too. Yeah, yeah it choked yeah. up a little bit over Sorry. that. I get it too. I was a little sad. It, I again, like that's. And this is why the the earpiece thing doesn't. It's a niggle. It's not a big thing. It's not a big issue because like it ties in so well thematically to the whole movie because it is. It's that that whole arc of her thinking John Krasinski hates her and like the talk with him and the boy at the waterfall about it. And it's like no, I don't. And then his final words and everything. Like I think it's such a beautiful. It. God damn it. It's so good. You're it's doing so it. It's so good. I You're love that it. part, man. It's a yeah. good end, and it just, it fucking moved me. And if I wasn't with Laura, who I know does not appreciate emotions, I would have been crying. I <laughs> this, think this is your wife, I, by the way. She does not appreciate emotions. I, I don't. S- I will go on say, record. She does not appreciate emotions. I will say that I did hold back tears a little bit I on that one because it was if like I wasn't with her. I was like, what I love. I could because I could see that me doing that for my kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's we got out of it. And Laura was like, "Why did he do that?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding?" 
I like she was like that's that's really irresponsible of him because now like the strong one's fucking dead. I'm like, oh my god, you fucking sociopath. He was he already did dead. He yeah. been did hit. It. He yeah, got he hit in the gutted. fucking stomach, he man. He was gutted. He was he dying. He knew to, it. Like save them. Yeah. Like and you don't think in that moment. Your emotions take over, and well, you want to protect your the children. At the t- same time, he was gutted. Yeah, he yeah, was. So he, I mean, it's there was be bad. There was no coming back from that in that environment because yeah. his wife had a brand new baby, and plus, that was a big wound. Yeah, yeah he got fucked up, man. Yeah, he got I mean, swatted. you don't know. You don't, don't know what that. I know. I, you don't know what hey, that did yeah. to his intestines. So I mean, I'm on. Shame on you, Laura. Thing. I'm on. Team did the right thing. And it was a beautiful fucking moment. I love that. Like when he screams, his fucking voice cracks. Like, ah. it's it's a fucking beautiful fucking moment, man. Mm-hmm. God yeah. damn it, John Krasinski, I love you. Please keep making movies. Yeah, I do too. Just not with Michael Bay. I will say, <laughs> I did not see that one. I don't want to, but uh, I thought the interaction between him and his wife right before that moment was maybe a little bit too blunt and on the nose. Well, I don't remember this. It was. I I think it was about protecting the kids oh, specifically. Yeah, and she's sure. like, protect them. Well, if we you have that, to well, protect them. If we can't Otherwise, do that, why are we in this exactly, world? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, you've just clearly spelled out he's gonna die, and I think that kind of undercut some of the emotion for me because I was like, okay, well, this is this is it. This is this is the I'm getting too old for this shit. This is my last mission line. If we can't, like, do we this know in this. this, world, this, is, this what is are it. we? Yeah. I, so I was a little yeah. bummed by that delivery. I thought that line could have been excluded. And well, I think it would have made it for a real gut She punch. did just kind of wake up from giving birth, passing and again, out. And I wasn't like true being but... quiet through all that, having a, <laughs> having a wife who has given childbirth. How many times? In five times. Five. The last one was without drugs. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Why? Why? Why did you guys opt for uh, that? We didn't opt for that. It was <gasps> that quick. Oh no, really? Yeah. They get faster every time they pop out. Yeah. It, oh shit. That, that, that is a thing. <laughs> the body gets like, oh um, yeah, we're doing this again. Boom. Yeah, boom. Um. Uh, so yeah, having your wife, you've met my wife. I have. You know how she's pretty cool, calm, collected. Uh huh. Having her look through you and scream, <laughs> "I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" <laughs> really messes oh, with you on a prim- primal level. They're not themselves. That's and fucking are crazy. are not themselves for a while afterwards. Okay. What so, I love, too, is that I, Emily Blunt... I, you, right? You've talked me back into this. Okay. Uh, like, right. you, like, when she's given this fucking very uncomfortable birth scene in the tub, and she's oh. trying... Like, for real, no movie has given me anxiety like this movie. I yeah. don't care, like, you know, throw your nitpicks at it. Like, this movie keeps you on edge from, like... 45 minutes I on once I couldn't really take hits. my eyes away from Dude, this movie. No, man. Which has not yeah. been done Again, in a long time for me. Kudos to you, John Krasinski. You fucking directed the fuck out of this movie, man. Yes. Like, you had me hooked. I was involved. I was ready. Like, what is going to happen? Like, when the fucking barn starts flooding, I'm like, oh shit, this is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And then when she fucking wakes up and sees the barn flooding, and she walks over to get her baby, and then holy shit, there's a thing down there. And then it goes under the water. I'm like, fucking, just stop, man. Just give me a break. Oh, and it, I was like, uh, I was yeah. like, oh man, am I am I going to watch a baby get eaten? It on doesn't this? let I was up, like, man. I, and that it, was like one of my legitimate, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? Yeah, because for that, I thought she was going to bite it. 
And then she like she's backing into the corner yeah. and like it's slowly stalking mm. her because it sort of man, it is a fucking brilliant, brilliant directed fucking scene, man. Like, it is. He he has a way of uh, escalating the stakes with every five to ten minutes that goes by. Yeah, like you yeah. think you're safe and they figure out a problem and then oh wait, there's this even bigger problem and then, oh they fix that. Wait, but there's this one and they keep raising it every 10 minutes. Oh, your kids are safe. You're, you're, you're oh, no, it. wait. They've fallen into mm-hmm. the coin silo and made a lot of noise. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. And now these things are moving on to- towards On it. top of, you know, corn acting like quicksand, which is a legitimate thing. People yeah, die happens. from that. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, now they've got an alien creature to deal with. Yeah, what is already horrifying and drowning in corn. And not... <laughs> which not is now made even more horrifying. Help. You can't even yeah. yell out, like, help me. Because if you do that, you know you're going to get killed either way. Like, you yeah. have to also suffer in silence. That's so much of this movie is suffering in silence and just dealing with it mm-hmm. and making it work. Like, oh my god, man. I think before we wrap up, which we're probably going to do soon, yeah. I imagine, uh, the sound editing in this movie is some of the best in a movie in years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are so many brilliant touches with... When they cut to the perspective of the deaf daughter, how they just completely cut out all sound effects. I um, love that. The, no music. The, the scene. The, there is not. There's no music. It's mostly just like that mood noise that they put in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those ominous tones from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, but uh, the way they, the John Krasinski Emily Blunt dancing scene. Where he has the iPod in, and then or she does, and they slip it into the ear. And then you finally and the hear way, it. Well, it fades like the way they do the fade with the sound, like you hear it wash over from like the left side of the theater to the right side as it goes in, and just like these little things, like they really paid attention to the sound, which is great in a movie that yeah. is all about the sound. Like the I, everything makes a. It was heightened noise. Like you step on a leaf and it sounds like an HD leaf noise. Like, you know, <laughs> it like, was it's immersive. so crisp. And yeah. like, it's, it's, it's great. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's, if anything, like this movie probably won't be brought up for Oscars, but this definitely deserves sound mixing, sound editing, whatever award that is. This like, wins it. This fucking wins it. Like when, again, when I bring up when they're in the flooded barn basement and the, the alien thing goes under the water and you hear the baby just sort of like, hey, yeah. Those I'm, those are legitimate time, noises. Holy too. shit, yeah. dude! It's like I'm like I expect that, and it's yeah. like oh my gosh, that's that's legit baby noises right there that they do make mm-hmm. constantly. Like, they can't help that. It's just like little baby grunts and stuff, and it's like oh, you're tearing me up. Mm-hmm. It, dude, so much of it, and like the yeah. alien when it's looking uh, for them in the basement, and it's just. Like kind of moving things around. Mm-hmm. So much of this, man, it it like hits you on, and maybe that's why it's so effective because it's at least hitting two of your three primary senses pretty hard. It's getting you visually, it's visceral, and auditorily. Like, yeah. I mean, it can't get you physically, but it 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 is affecting you on multiple levels I of think your sensory orally organization. I think it's hitting you very viscerally. Like it is. Yeah, uh, they really do something fantastic with the sound in this movie and the way they play with the quiet versus like the noises, as you're saying, like it makes even like so, a little baby going <laughs> like yeah. terrifying. Yeah. One of the other parts that really got to me was, uh, in the cornfield. Yeah. Where that, where the 
you're hearing it or not hearing it from the yeah. daughter's perspective, and you just see that monster coming up from behind. Mm-hmm. And it's just like she has no idea because she yeah. can't hear anything. But she, she's also not making noise. Yeah, she's so not making noise, so it doesn't see her. Yeah, it's such a fucking cool thing, it, man. It, it is. Yeah, and it keeps the film from again being like stale or anything. Yeah, because like, and that could be like a pretty tro like what you've described typical horror movie scene right yeah monster stalking somebody that they're unaware of and completely they unaware but like the way they play with the sound makes it interesting and new yeah. and fresh and i think it's like that needs to be what, commended yeah it's and you know she still didn't have a clue yeah after he yeah. leaves even mm-hmm. yeah that was another great that she was like turn around and was like <gasps> yeah. yeah there was, was like, like there was no, no idea. there was we no knew. scare mm-hmm. yeah we knew it was a scare for us, yeah. but it wasn't for her, yeah. and that was so well done. I so, just love that. Brooks, let's start with you, buddy. I want to know, on a scale of 1 to 10 cochlear implants, 10 being the absolute best, what would you rate A Quiet Place? Um, so this movie, I would probably rate it at a very good, solid Eight, maybe okay. 8.5. This had been probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. That's because mm-hmm. you've not seen Annihilation, and it's okay. Nobody saw Annihilation. We did talk Continue. about this. It's, that, that, is, that is a movie that I do plan to see. Sure. You really so, fucking should. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, I mean, a masterpiece not quite, but for a first outing, I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't, you couldn't tell me that this was his first time directing a horror movie. Yeah, or any, I any could, kind of yeah, movie. Or yeah, or any movie. It's, very it's like his well first time. Yeah. And I'm like, it just hits. It's kind of one of those, I mean, I'm, in terms of pacing and the way the monsters are handled and everything. I kind of rate it like same as with like Tremors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Which is a really you know a really good baseline of how a monster movie could be done. Tremors is like the peak. Tremors is so fucking good. Yeah, of a monster but movie. Mon- monster movie. We're I not saying more peak, but Tremors one and two, I I do have a special place in my heart for, but I wouldn't say peak. Those are fucking but great movies in terms of pacing and yeah, yeah man, monster sure. reveal. Um and. False a finishes. Discussion for another. Yeah, that's episode. a discussion. That's a long discussion for uh, probably two podcasts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like it's right up there with like some of the top horror movies. I think that I want to. I could rewatch. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Ryan, Perfect. same question to you, buddy. I am very surprised to find myself right along with Brooks. I thought you were going to be higher. Uh, I give it an eight. Out of ten cochlear implants, um, I obviously my big nitpick I've talked about. I think sometimes it's a little bit too reliant on jump scares. There are a ton of jump scares, mm-hmm. some which are cheap, some are not. Uh, but I also feel like visually this movie does some things well, but it's not really shot with any kind of like pizzazz or style. It's 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 a little. It feels a little indie film at times, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But after it's seeing flat. like Ready Player One and the way Steven Kil- Sil- Steven Kilberg 
Steven Spielberg moves that camera. It. Yeah, man. It's it's it it is noticeable than going immediately into a quiet place but, and seeing something again, very I mean, stationary and flat. Maybe I'm just being bitchy, but you're comparing Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest directors of all time. Oh, and no, his no, camera I am. I am with like his how, what number is Ready Player One? It's like his fiftieth plus it's movie. It's in the fifties or sixties, sure. Compared yeah, to like a first like time, but, I, right. I know what you're saying. He is, yes, but like you go back to Jaws and that camera yeah. work was. There. It's still fucking fantastic. I don't see anything phenomenal from John Krasinski but camera wise. It's very competent. or visually. It's yeah. competent. It is not bad. And I wonder and how much I of that. I would say more competent. It's good. I it's wonder how much of that great. contributes to who he chooses as a cinematographer. Comparatively to or. himself as a director, I Still, mean, look at yes. look at Denis Villeneuve and all his movies. Roger Are Deakins did not amazing. do all of them because yeah. Roger Deakins did not do Blade Runner. And Blade Runner still and Blade is Runner is beautiful. maybe his most well yeah. camera like. So that's not necessarily the case. I don't see anything great visually here, and I just I I I'm, yeah. I'm tamping expectations because I feel like a lot of the buzz around A Quiet Place is it's phenomenal. It's one of the best horror movies ever. It's not. It's very, 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 very good. It's even great. It is not a masterpiece, like Brooks said. Uh, it, there are some things to improve and work upon, but for a first-time start, this is phenomenal. Okay. Let's just not get it twisted and go in expecting Stephen King or Scorsese or Spielberg. It's not that yet. I'm glad you said that That's it, it is still phenomenal. It's I'm phenomenal. I'm going to jump in now. Eight that. out of ten. This movie is phenomenal. Um, it does have a lot of issues, especially, mm-hmm. I agree with you, cinematography-wise, it's pretty flat, mm-hmm. which is fine. I it's would fine. expect that from a first-time big Again, yeah. you're director. so busy yes. with the audio stuff, it's fine. It's that, completely okay I think okay that's here. adding a lot. I'm, I'm going to be right with you guys. I'm like an 8 or an 8.5, but I will say, so far, this is the best movie I've seen in 2018. Even though you gave Annihilation like a 319 out of yeah. 320. I really liked Annihilation. I with you so hard on this one then. But I really, really liked A Quiet Place and a lot of the things that A Quiet Place put me through. Like I wanted Annihilation to have this type of world building. And I get why it doesn't because Annihilation is so heavy and there's a lot going on in it. Yeah. but it's I mean, lot- I would say ambitious and one settles to do the yeah. ordinary extremely well but there's a fantastic amount of world building in a quiet place and there's so much attention to minute details that i sure. really liked and i really identified with again sure annihilate i'm 20, not knocking annihilate 20 years from now i don't know if i'll remember anything about a quiet place except for it was silent and i will remember that ending from annihilation forever and that i will true. never forget it and you also and i will always be, i will always appreciate the movie that sticks with me and will stay with me and yeah. i think it's annihilation i will say i haven't listened to that podcast yet because i haven't watched that movie that's i'm not going to say anything about the ending except it's a fucking it'll stick with you you really should see annihilation it's on my it's on my to get list to it's, watch it's so, so very close to me like in my watchability, but yeah. I think I would watch, rewatch A Quiet Place before I rewatch Annihilation, just because now knowing going back, Annihilation is such a heady. Yeah, like, it I'm, is. I'm going to invest a lot in that. Whereas A Quiet Place, I can enjoy just watching too. Sure. But if I want to pick apart, like there's a lot going on underneath the surface of that movie as well. Yes. I oh I feel okay. I. 
Yes. I, I would not want to shit on your opinion too bad. No, but it's okay. I feel like that's I'm, what this podcast after, is yeah. built on. I'm after really watching your quiet you place, yeah. I feel like I've learned all I need to learn from this universe. I feel like going back to that movie, I'm not going to learn anything new. I, th- I feel like Annihilation is going to take several watchings to like get and appreciate. Or according to me and your wife, oh maybe read the book, dumbass. Nah, no, because she was wrong about that too. The book didn't translate to the movie. Oh, so it's horrible. No, it's so fine. Fuck off. No, <laughs> I love you, but you're wrong. No, uh, for <laughs> real, I really, really enjoyed a quiet place. Um, and maybe again because you know I know I enjoyed the witch a whole lot more than you did, but you still liked it. I did. But the witch, I would say, is not like a quiet place. No, which I think you can go back and learn more. And I yeah. recently gone back a second time, and I enjoy it much, much more. Really, I love that because I loved it so much more that second time watching yeah. it with you. Yeah, I, I, it's one that grows. I think when yeah, you it really watch does it. grow on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, I'm, this one told a story and left it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what was, I like. We're not it going was back a to this. Perfectly no. told story, it's and it's done. Yeah. Synced. It is good. wrapped up with a bow. Yeah. Hearing. All right, so. I think that's a great cons- I, it's great that we all agreed on that one. I'm I'm surprised. I thought you guys were gonna be like tens and nines, like real high. No, it's 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 oh. a good it's a fine movie. Eight point five eight is pretty fucking yeah, good. That's oh yeah. Solid B plus. I mean Yeah, I don't go on that video game ranking scale of if you get an eighty you're garbage. Fuck off games. That's stupid bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But what what do you before we wrap this up, what do you guys think about a quiet place sequel? Because they're talking about doing more stories in this universe. How do you feel about that? If they go the kind of Cloverfield route a little bit, maybe, and do something different in this universe, maybe. Okay, I'm cool. I, with that. I would I would be okay with that. So kind of like, like an these, anthology these cre- Yeah, these creatures and this kind of this story be done with it because I think it All was right. done about as good as you could do it, if not perfectly. Mm-hmm. Show me, show me Texas, show me Nevada, show me California, show me something different on the other side of the country, maybe a few years before, before somebody mm. realizes what is really the weakness. I'm okay with it, but again, I make it separate. Yeah. Throw it to the, throw it in fucking Japan even, like go to the other side of the world. Kind of a Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Like scenario. Distance yourself yeah. from it the most that, that you can Bad possible. analogy, but yeah. No, but, I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I don't know if I want a quiet place, but just in a different setting. I, I think I'm with you. Yeah. Like, give me something thematically similar, but different. Like I don't want to see just these these maybe noise play monsters on a again. different sense. That's yeah. why I said oh, like, that be die. I like this. Oh, know, this well, one that... this one all played off of all the auditory stuff. Maybe kind of mess with something visually or I was like for movies. Else. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, it'd be hard to pull off. You can't do tactile. You can't do uh, right? taste. You could, you could do tactile, <laughs> but it's not very. It's very uh, hokey, and last time I think it was really done was in the 50s with a movie called That's kind of why I said, like, Texas <laughs> or there. Nevada, yeah. something yeah. with, like, even more... All those Vincent uh, Price things? Yeah. More of a gun Just culture atmosphere. Like, people that aren't afraid... Like, they're well-armed, and still... Yeah. Like, they're weak, exposed to this. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's... It, I mean, it could be... It, could not. I mean, time would tell. I, I really enjoy that we all really enjoyed this movie, but we yeah. all scored it relatively the same. Yeah. And I think it's definitely worth seeing in a theater. Totally. 
Even if you have a shitty theater, it's not going to ruin your experience. Here's where you and I will agree. You should see the you should see Annihilation in theaters a billion times before you see A Quiet Place in theaters. Annihilation deserves a, a Quiet Place would be experience. a really good one to watch after you've after, knocked your kids out with Nyquil or Benadryl. Yeah, and surround sound. You have to listen to this one, I think, with surround sound. Yeah, if you're listening through this through a TV speaker, you're you're doing yeah. this wrong. If you're and listening the, to anything through a TV speaker, you're at this point in time, you, you're not. You're doing either it right. you're either really broke because you're spending money on kids. Yeah. Oh. Or or you're doing it wrong. Because you're doing it wrong in general. Um, so Ryan, would you recommend a quiet place to our average listener? Yes. Yep. Brooks. Absolutely. And I also would as well. It's uh, more mainstream. I would is, not recognize. I would not recommend Annihilation to people. No. But I would recommend this movie. It's funny because I just yelled constantly. I was like, "Fucking go see Annihilation, you idiots!" But none of you did. They won't see it. They don't want to see it. People uh, want to see. A that. Quiet Place did very. Also did very well. I think Annihilation lost a lot of money. Annihilation, I think, probably broke even because of the Netflix deal. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, it's gonna it's gonna break even. It's not gonna be. But a a Quiet Place did very well financially, and I know that John Krasinski has already been offered his next directorial. It's gonna be a Marvel movie. Wait, what is it? That's not. No, I'm fucking joking. Oh, okay. He's gonna direct the Fantastic Four, and then he's gonna be Mister Fantastic and Emily Blunt's Invisible Woman. I mean, I would watch that. Yeah. I would watch the that. The thing is totally uh, Dwight Schrute. <laughs> Rain Wilson. Yes! <laughs> yes! And then, this is uh, only well, getting better. I mean, Human Torch is BJ Novak. I mean, there yes! You go. <laughs> we, are, we are getting <laughs> Rain... the best fucking movie ever! We are getting Rain Wilson in a shark movie. The Meg. Oh, God. What a dumb name for a fucking movie. I will the totally Meg. see that I'm movie. Totally I'm totally seeing watch that. It, yeah. I'm totally seeing that just for the pure train wreck that yeah. it could be. It'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. Garbage. I love a shark. Like, even The Shallows... God, the shallows was awful. But I, I liked it a lot. Really, a I lot. Hated, the thing is, we're inverse. I hated the last twenty minutes, and that was the part you liked. Yeah, the rest of it. I was the like, rest God. of it was the good stuff, and then yeah. it got stupid and campy at the end. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe that's what our differences are. But anyways, Brooks, man, this was a great, awesome surprise. Literally, yeah. if, if anybody's listened this far, Brooks was a surprise on the show as of an hour and a half ago. We didn't even yeah. know he was going to show up, so. Uh, yeah, he just kind of was here to pick up his shirt, and that's how it went down. So I said, hey, uh, have you seen A Quiet, Quiet Place? He's like, ironically enough. That's what we're talking about today. Yep. And that's how that went down. So, uh, Brooks, again, man, thank you as always for just being a support of the show. I love it when you're on. I promise you, this Halloween, we're either talking about Mr. Brooks or Trimmers. One of uh, those will happen yeah because uh, i think it's it's pretty much guaranteed you're on all of our halloween episodes it's kind of the majority where, of them yeah i you, had conflict issues with this last year but but you were on still a lot i was of still them. on two of them i think yeah so i mean i think we're definitely gonna have you back for that and we have to come up with a horror game uh i've got some ideas so we'll get to that but anyways yeah. buddy uh until next time you know i am kyle I'm Brooks. And I'm Ryan. That's my Ryan impression, everybody, because Ryan went to go pee. And we're just going to end this now. Uh, Thank you, everybody, as always, for even listening. And we will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much. And go fuck yourselves.